Howdy ho, and welcome back to the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, and for the first time in a while, I'm sitting in the same room as Tyler. Tyler, you had a vacation after the last time we talked. How you feeling, dude? I'm alright, yeah. Vacation was good for the most part. Got cut short a little bit, um, or at least are all of our plans. Uh, we... You know, went up to the New England area, had a few days that were fantastic. Saw some some Salem, Massachusetts, all the witch stuff. Ooh. A lot of we'll talk about witch, some more witches later. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, just like a lot of older buildings you can go into. It's really cool, like horror museum for like horror movie stuff. Had like all these like wax figures. It was insane. It was so fucking cool. You couldn't take any pictures, uh, which understandable but that was cool went to boston boston you know boston's cool mm. it was very cool saw a lot more of it just we did like part of the freedom trail saw a bunch of other places ate some food went in paul revere's house pointed at stuff and was like i i remember that from fallout 4 exactly exactly um it was cool uh saw some dude do some like live uh show Basically near the Quincy Market, and what, was he walking up milk crates? No, he was. Oh, okay. <laughs> he had two volunteers, uh, basically putting himself in a straight jacket and tying. I forget how many feet it was. It was a good bit, like thirty feet of rope around him, huh. and all sorts of stuff. And then they were going to hang him upside down, and he was going to get out. Okay. Like, this is this dude's show. He travels around, does this all the time. And it was wildly entertaining, incredibly dangerous, but he did it. He did it. That was that was pretty wild. So, that was cool. And then, um, then we got hit by that hurricane. Hurricane Henry or whatever uh, it was up there. Yeah. Okay. And so, we actually ended up leaving Saturday night. We were supposed to... So... Sunday, we were going to check out of our Boston Airbnb and drive to Newport, Rhode Island, spend uh, like a day and a half there, and then come home. And so basically, this hurricane was going to hit us when we had nowhere to go. Like, we had nowhere to, to stay at all. And it was also supposed to hit Newport, Rhode Island. It's yeah. one of the worst places that was supposed to hit first, and we're like, this is over. Like, it just sucks. So we literally left our Boston Airbnb at 10 o'clock at night on Saturday night. And somehow I drove all the way home after, you know, having a long day, a lot of walking around, some drinking. Um, got home at 6 in the morning. And, uh, yeah, it was – we ran into the hurricane kind of as we got past – New York into New Jersey. Yeah. Probably the worst rain I've ever driven in in my life. It was fucking horrible. Um, well, buckle so. up. We're getting some more rain later this week. Yeah, Hurricane Ida, current, as we're speaking, currently hitting the Louisiana area yeah. right now. So uh, right. stay safe, everyone. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a Category 4, but it was it's, it's kind of borderline with Category 5. Like I think Category 5 is 157-mile-per-hour winds, and they've, they've measured up to 150. 
So that's yeah, insane. it's it, it's on that it's on that borderline there of Cat Five, but yeah, that's um that's gonna suck for a lot of people. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Should be getting Absolutely. here around Wednesday or Thursday though. Okay. We'll get some heavy rain from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, global warming. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like this it, was the first hurricane to hit the New England area in thirty years, and I'm like. That's our luck with this trip, because last year we scheduled it, and then a pandemic happened. Then we scheduled it this year. Pandemic's still happening. Yeah. But, you know, we, we decided to go. Almost everything's open. You know, we wore a mask everywhere, all that stuff. Um, and then this hurricane happens. It's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know, total first world problems right there, you know, of course. But it is a little unfortunate. But It's only a matter of time yeah. until, like, we get the super storm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm I'm, I'm imagining, like, a hurricane that blots out like a whole quarter of the country. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. It. It. it something's going to happen. I mean, these things keep getting worse and worse and worse. This one was like it was labeled as a strong tropical storm. Then it got upgraded to like a category one hurricane. Then it went back to a tropical storm. Either way, it's still pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> so we ended up coming home and then just spent the last two days here at home just doing doing some things around here and going to a couple places around here we haven't been to yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was that was it. I mean, it was fun. It was it was a good time. Um some of the breweries we went to are just man, some of the best beer I've ever had in my life. It was so good. Treehouse Brewing Company in in Charlton, Massachusetts. One of the coolest fucking places. Now, their operations, like the way they operate is incredibly fucking confusing. Um but their beer, so cool. The place is so cool. Oh, it was it was awesome. Then we went to this place called Trillium Brewing in Boston. And um, that place, you know, uh, we've been to a, a number of restaurants and breweries since uh, things have opened back up and we're vaccinated and all that stuff. This place was straight up like it was pre-pandemic times mm. of there was nowhere to sit hardly anywhere to stand P- you ordered at the bar but people were crowding the bar people were sitting at the bar and i'm like this it was like the only place that i've been in i'm like this is like too much i'm just not used to this again yeah i mean i, <laughs> I didn't mean, like was, that before no i i didn't either i didn't either but especially now it's a little weird but um you know it was it was a cool place once you like got some fucking space but uh, beer is really good. I'll yeah. say that. But yeah, that was cool. Ate at a Shake Shack. Okay. Never ate at Shake Shack before. Have you had oh, Shake Shack? Man. Yeah, I think I did like years ago. Okay. Yeah. So this, I we ate at the one in the Seaport District of um, Boston, and right across the street from the Shake Shack was some brewery. I guess I don't. I don't really know because it's all this outdoor venue. That place was thumping. There were so many fucking people there. It, it, I'm like, that's a place I don't want to go right now. But it was funny because people were going over there, getting trashed, and then ordering Shake Shack on their phone and just walking across the street, picking it up, and just, like, eating on the sidewalk. <laughs> like, all right. But Shake Shack, you know, it's, it was good. They they put some, like, special Shake, shake Shack sauce on their burgers i don't really know what it was but it was fucking delicious mm. I, I don't i don't know if i would say it's better than five guys but 
I don't know. I've, I don't I've know. definitely had five guys more. than This is my first time at Shake Shack, obviously, so a little bit biased there, but we'll see. I don't know. What do you think? Do you like five guys at all? Yeah, I think five guys is good, yeah. Yeah. It is good. It's I mean, expensive, though. Yeah, I, I don't really, man, I'm, I'm trying to remember the last time I went out and actually had a burger anywhere, <laughs> and I don't, I don't really, I can't recall. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly just, you know, buy some patties, cook it up at home anymore. Yeah, most of, most of the time eat burgers at home, but um, yeah, those are, those are usually good. Every once in a blue moon, because one, they're expensive, and two, they're just very bad for you. You know, <laughs> and also if you go to Five Guys, you just get that bag full of fries. Oh, and you're like, yeah. damn, yes, damn, yes. You I, are, like if you're ordering for yourself, unless you want more fries to like save for another day or something, you always get a little fry there because mm-hmm. they put they put so many extra fries in there that it's basically irregular. It's like they I mean? hold the cup in <laughs> like over the bag, yeah. and then just scoop just into the cup, boop. and whatever falls in falls in until mm-hmm. they fill the cup. And they usually miss a lot. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was a good time. Yeah, what what you been up to? Um, starting your new job. Yeah, I started my new job. Uh, doing some training stuff. Um, yeah, just waking up at the ass crack of dawn and driving out. Um, they've been doing some they've been doing some construction on a highway that mm-hmm. I'd normally be using that that two seventy two south. I'd usually go down that way, so I've had to go down what. What is that? Three twenty-four, and then cut over to three seventy-two. Yeah, I think I think that's it. Man, that the it is like fractionally quicker, like maybe by two or three minutes. But it is not worth taking that that way because it's so winding and hilly, mm-hmm. and like it is. I'm sure it's a nice drive, um, if you're not trying to get anywhere and you're just driving slow but like if you're trying to step on it and get to work because you (laughs) kind of dicked around looking at your phone in bed too much in the morning um yeah might be calling myself out there but uh yeah you yeah there there are some scary blind turns along that route Mm -hmm. um but yeah just uh just been getting used to the new job and uh Looking forward to it because um, I hear and I've heard, and the reason kind of why I took it up is that it's a pretty chill gig. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, um, yeah, that's cool. But yeah, I spent a lot of time playing video games too. I, you know, I mean, there was a week between our last recording and you know uh, when I started the job. So yeah, I played some video games in there. I played some games. All kinds of games, Tyler. I mean, you've been on vacation. I'm I'm not expecting too many video games, but well, I'll I've, I'll I've played some stuff. Okay, yeah, cause all right, you, you, day, you're back on the horse. Yeah, the day we got back, we were so just fucking like wiped out from being up at six in the morning and not getting a lot of sleep that we just like hung out and I played some video games. And oh, so yeah, I've played a couple things. Um, I have played, completed. Nearly 100%ed, but I'm done with it. I don't want to play it anymore. The Ghost of Tsushima Iki Island DLC. Okay. Um, it was uh, it was a pretty good time. Um, you kind of start... Now, I don't recommend... So you can... Nah, I'm all jumbled a little bit. You can start playing this 
after you have finished the first act of the game. Yeah. But I don't recommend that at all because, you know, yes, I was coming back to the game, but I was getting my ass smashed. Um, the, the enemies in this DLC are pretty tough, and some of the fights you're in are pretty tough. So I recommend just playing this after you finish the base game. Um, but yeah, you start it off, you go to the new island, and, you know, it's more of this game. If you liked the base game, you will like this. Um, there's more missions to do, more side missions, new activities. You can There's, like, these animal sanctuaries. You can go around freeing some monkeys and some cats and some deer, um, and then you play the flute for them, and they added this new mini-game where you... It's all based off the movement of the controller. So there's kind of a wave that's scrolling at you, and you got to hold the, the controller up and keep your little ball in the wave. And then, you know, as he's going like, do, 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 then you move your controller down a little bit. Tried to make it more interactive, I guess. Okay. It's kind of corny, but, you know, it's fine. Um, and then you pet the cat or the monkey, and then you, you go on, on your business. Um more bases to take out. Uh, yeah, it's it's more of that game. Uh, but I will say this island felt very familiar, but was also had a lot of like really interesting things to see. Like it's not so different from the main map of the game that you're like, oh my god, I cannot believe this. Uh, it did feel very familiar in some ways, but there were just a couple of locations throughout that I was just blown the fuck away by it. Like, I'm like, this is so cool. Um, and of course, the game on PlayStation 5 runs really well. You have a performance mode or a resolution mode. I actually chose the resolution mode because I just love the visuals of this game. And I felt like it it played fine already. The loading times were great already. They're even better here. It's like that game was optimized very well for PS4. And so it's only better on PS5. So, um, yeah. And I ended up doing just about everything there. The story's kind of interesting. Um, the This new villain, the Eagle, um, is pretty cool. You get a lot more backstory uh, into a lot of different characters, like your dad all that stuff. Um, so some cool like flashback scenes um, where you're you're basically a child again and it's it's cool. you know if, if you want more of that game, more backstory, you know it's it's fun. I, I mean I, I sat down and I played through them the whole story in like a day. I probably got I think because I ended up doing a lot of extra stuff, just going around completing stuff on the map, finding some secrets, and there's still some things that I didn't didn't do. Um, I think I've got about eight more hours out of the game. Wow. So yeah, hmm. it's nice it's, beefy chunk there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, so you have to pay twenty dollars to upgrade the PS4 version, and then ten dollars to upgrade to the PS5 version. So overall, it's thirty dollars. Is it worth thirty dollars? I don't know really just because I felt like performance wise, you know, that game was already like almost there. So it's not like you're paying for this massive increase. There are uh, it, obviously, it, like I said, it does run better. It does look better. 
I'm not saying that work is like invalid. Um, but I felt like I was mostly just paying for this DLC, which I think I would gladly pay for that because they, you know, that's, that's a pretty decent amount of content that you're getting out of this. And so, so yeah, it was, it was cool. Also a couple of the like, um, dual sense features that they added was cool, especially, you know, it's the classic thing, but with the bow and arrow, um, you know, it felt, felt kind of cool to shoot stuff and, mm. you know, some of the sounds, all that stuff, you know, I love that controller and I feel like they utilized it pretty well. So if you want more of this game, it's cool. Yeah. Awesome. Sure. Awesome. Um, so then I have finished Black Ops Cold War and finished that campaign. Um, it was very short. Like, I know most Call of Duty campaigns are short, but this one I was like, we're at the end already? Mm -hmm. Like, holy shit. Um, and it was fine. I mean, there is a kind of interesting twist at the end, you know, with, you know, not spoiling anything, just the characters around you and then who you are. Um, kind of, you know, Black Ops has always tried to be a little bit of a mind fuck sometimes. Like, there were literally times where numbers were popping up on my yeah. screen. Yep. And, mm -hmm. and I'm like, this is... This what is what did they mean, Tyler? What did those numbers mean? I don't really know what the numbers meant in this game. I really don't. I'm still confused by that. But, you know, the twist I thought was interesting. Um, and, and the overall, the game, you know, it's... It felt like an 80s action movie. There wasn't a lot of moments that, like, blew me away, really, just because I feel like, you know, we've had so many of these Call of Duty campaigns. It's just like, you know, you're kind of along for the ride. I mean, it, don't get me wrong. It was fun. And I think my favorite mission in the game was you were playing as a Soviet officer, basically, but you were undercover. And they basically gave you a map and said... You know, you got to get this key figured out. Um, and that, so there's a lot of different areas you can go into, a lot of different, uh, you know, more it's more stealth focused. You're picking locks. Um, you know, you're silently taking dudes out and stuff them in closets. I mean, it's it's Hitman, basically. Um, and that mission was fucking cool. Um, and I'm like, give me more of this in Call of Duty. Like, I really, really enjoyed that mission. Um so yeah, it was, and then even the last mission, so you get like a choice at the end, so I think there's two different endings, um, and then the last mission I did, like, you know, of course it's kind of a shooting gallery, you're just fucking blowing shit up, shooting dudes, and then it just kind of like ended, and I was like, is this it? It was it, that was it. <laughs> yeah. Huh. So, I mean, it was, it was... A fine campaign. Also, I think I talked about the side missions. I only found... So you basically... There's two side missions. And throughout all the main missions, there's like different pieces of evidence that you can find that help you with the side missions. Um, I only found enough evidence for one of them. And basically, I had to look through all the like these three pieces of evidence and determine you know, who was where at what times and then mark three different suspects. And then I launched the mission. And then that kind of, I think that kind of determines like how easy or hard the mission is for you. So that was, that was kind of neat as well. So, okay. 
Yeah. Like, it's a Call of Duty campaign. It was fine. So. Yeah, I mean, it was the weird one where, you know, you had peop- other people taking over, and yeah. Yes. And even to the point I I heard it's like it's not even the current Call of Duty tech they used because they were so far behind on it. Right. Um. So, yeah. Right, yeah. Like, it. there were moments where the game looked very good, but it, it, it definitely, I felt like Modern Warfare looked way better, you know? So, yeah, that was... That's pretty much that game. I, I mean, I, I want to play more multiplayer um, and mess around with that. But then I, uh, when I was playing that, you know, when you're at the main screen with Call of Duty now, you can hop into Campaign, you can hop into Warzone, or you can even in this one hop into Modern Warfare. Um, they added another one there for Call of Duty Vanguard, which we can okay. talk about a little bit. Yeah. Because the alpha is running for Call of Duty Vanguard. So I was like, fuck it. Downloaded that. Hopped into Call of Duty Vanguard's alpha. They're Basically, they're doing this new Champion Hill mode. Um, and what that mode is, is it's six teams of two or six teams of three. You can do duos or trios. And it's basically like... Like gunfight mixed with a small battle royale, in a way. Like, basically, there's different parts of the map, and you are set up in each round to just fight against one team. And you start with, like, I forget what it was, 16 lives, I think, in in the duos mode. And those are shared lives. And then you're fighting, uh, and you kind of need to eliminate a set amount of lives, um per that round against that team and then that round ends the screen comes up and it shows you where every team is at how many lives they have i think you go through three different rounds and then there's a buy round where you can buy perks weapons um you can buy like armor to upgrade yourself um kill streaks you can buy um and so then you go through that buy round and then you just keep going until there's one team standing with lives okay. uh, left. So I ended up doing the duos mode, and we got spanked. Um, then I did the trios mode, and we won. So I'm a fucking winner, baby. Okay. Um, we just fucking wrecked. Uh, it was, But otherwise, it, it feels like Call of Duty, especially modern Call of Duty. It's very fast-paced. It's very kind of twitchy. You're kind of running around very quickly, just shooting dudes with a Tommy gun. Um, the map we played on was was fine. Like, there was a lot of different areas you could go into. Uh, there were, like, a bunch of boarded-up areas where you can either shoot through them or, or bust through them, you know, whatever. Uh, kind of utilize those spaces. Um, and, like, it was, it was cool. But at the same time, like, I like the mode itself. It's just... With World War Two, it's just like we literally just played this like four years ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. that, that was my only thing about it. Um, but you know, I think the the idea of the mode itself is really neat, and I can see if you had like someone that you're actually playing with, like like gunfight or something like that. You know, it can it can be a good time. I think. So that's that. It's running. I, I don't know how long it's running for, but. 
Mm. You could check it out if you wanted to. Yeah, I I think I I'm, I might do that. Um, yeah. Yeah. It cool. was it was it was cool. Uh, I you know I don't know. I mean, we'll talk more about Call of Duty later, but I don't know if I'm like overly hyped over this game now because of this game mode. But it is it is a really neat idea um, for sure. Um, and then the last thing I have done is I have hopped back into Hitman Three, and I did the Berlin level. Oh, cool! So, nice rave. You enjoy the rave? Yeah, yeah. Like that level was. Something else. I really, really, really enjoyed it. Uh, I ended up getting dressed up as a bartender for a lot of the level, so I was in this, like, pink outfit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just going around murdering dudes. I got into such a... F- I got myself into a completely fucked up situation <laughs> Where I straight up, I think I murdered like five different people because I just screwed something up and they were about to go grab more people. So I like killed all of them and then just dumped them in that river there that's running by. So I felt kind of bad about that because I'm like, you didn't all need to die. Um, sorry about that. but So that was cool. But it, it, it just felt kind of refreshing in a way, not knowing who your targets are yeah, and not having really anywhere to like work towards or an area to get in you're just like going around like you know trying to find the people um and being on that other side hearing the enemy's communications i thought that was it was cool it was really refreshing idea almost i must wish there was more levels like that i guess but yeah so i did that and then i have i'm about halfway through the next level so i think it's called end of the line um, I forget the location for it, but um, I ended up getting in a chair with one of the guys that's like doing these fucked up experiments on homeless people. Oh, um, yeah. And, and like ended up like basically getting him kind of like he was testing me, I guess. And yeah. he got exhausted and then he went into some room to rest and iced him right there. So, killed him, I still have the other target to go There's another way stop, you can so. do that, too. Really? Yeah, you can make sure the uh, the assistant that's holding him back doesn't... You can st- knock her out, stuff her in a closet, and then without her there to hold him back, he, te- uh, he tells them to put the machine all the way up, mm-hmm. and the machine gets him. Yeah, she he told her to put the machine all the way up, but then she was like, hey, you, you should take a break. So, yeah. I didn't think about that, but that's a good idea. That's, I can see how that could work. So, yeah, but that's that's where I'm at. Hoping to uh, finish that game this coming weekend. So, that's it. Oh, all right. How about you? How's your new PlayStation Five treating you? Treat me really, really well. Uh, I am. Um, I have. I I think I I looked it up. I counted. I have five bosses left in Demon Souls. Whoa. Whoa. So I've been like I've been fucking fucking these demons up real bad. <laughs> with your magic. Oh, with my magic, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, it's been a great time. I got through an area called the Swamp of Sorrow and, uh, that's the, that's the level that broke me and made me go into the settings and turn the brightness up so I could actually see what the fuck was happening. (laughs) (laughs) Um, because all these Souls-like games have that, that area that is just extremely hard to see anything and that's kind of part of what the area is about, but this one just got to be too much. Like, I couldn't see, like five feet in front of me oh wow 
Um, that sucks. Which makes me wonder what that level was like back on the PlayStation 3. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's I'm having a great time. Beating some of these bosses on my first try is very silly, considering <laughs> that like normally I go into these games and I'm like, damn, okay, I need to run back to this boss and, and, and do it again. But like some of these bosses, like, oh, man, which one was it? It was, uh, oh... I think, hmm. no, it's not the Penetrator. There's another, <laughs> yeah, there's a boss called the Penetrator. Um, oh, the the Stinky Colossus. That's its name? Yes. Wow. Okay. Or st- mm, let, me, let me look this up. I don't want to get this wrong. Uh, the st- <laughs> That's pretty awesome. King Colossus. Mm, de- I'm just going to look this up. Demon Souls uh, 5. To boss, uh, the dirty colossus. Dirty colossus. Okay. Um, but yeah, I beat him in like one shot. Well, no, I didn't one shot him, but yeah. like, I I threw a few fireballs at him and he was dead. Mm. So is your <laughs> magic like very OP feeling? This late yes, in the game? I just can't get hit. Yeah. Don't hit me. I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> so is it basically like if you get hit? That's like game over in a way, but there are some hits I can take, especially from like normal enemies. But Mm -hmm. like most bosses, I have to like not get hit because that would be bad. Mm -hmm. That would be very bad. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's 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 great time. Uh, I beat this thing called the Dragon God, which was not a traditional boss fight because it was more about trying to sneak around and avoid its attacks and then hit it with these big ballistas mm. to get it down, and then you just hit it a few times in the head while it's down. And, uh, yeah. It, it wasn't much... It was it was definitely not a traditional boss fight. It, like, half of it was a sneaking mission, mm. trying to stealth your way past it before it hit you with a big old stream of fire. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that, that was fun. Um, there was another boss fight. They do a boss fight where it's a PvP fight. Oh. So, like... How does that work? I mean, I guess people just, like, go up there and, like, there's an item you can use to invade other players' games. Um, and, like, this is, like, the end of the, uh, Tower of Latria. Um, and, uh, I guess, yeah, they just load in another player that's waiting to invade. And you go and fight 1v1 against a player. And um, I did that one of my first shots. So uh, get fucked, whoever that was. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. Um, I think the reason people do that to go in there to invade, because I think if you win as the invader for that specific boss fight, um, you get a special item. Mm. So, yeah, there's there's an incentive to gotcha. go on the other side of that as well. Um, but, yeah, I'm just, like, blasting fireballs at everyone, and it's... It's good. I'm I'm currently awesome. up against. Uh, I have I have the path cleared and a shortcut cleared to do this one boss, and it's a cool gimmick. The boss is blind, hmm. and uh, will only like attack you like where it last knows you attacked from. Oh, um, that's interesting. Yeah, so like it's it will it will just randomly go around the arena and take a swing somewhere, uh, but like. Yeah, it's it is a very weird boss fight. Hmm. Um, Does that and it will kill me in one hit? Yeah. <laughs> Does that work better for you? 
being ranged and um no because it it seems like when i hit him with a fireball he gets angry and he knows where i am like even if i move a little bit from where where i shot the fireball from like I, i'm not sure how it works mechanically but mm-hmm. yeah he definitely he definitely gets pissed off the thing is though he's he's weak to poison and i have a poison cloud thing that doesn't alert him to me so i could just sit in the arena for about half an hour and wait and poison him to death <laughs> yeah but i don't have that kind of patience Ooh. i don't have that kind of patience i got to it it would i did the math it would take me about 10 fireballs and i can't get two off at a time or mm. he will hit me damn damn it sucks um but yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I think I will beat Demon Souls by the next time we talk. Cool. Uh, I also played some Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Did not finish it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess the way to not spoil it is that I met the other Nefarious. Yes. And okay. that's where that's where I left off. Gotcha. So have you been through the pirate area? Where you get the, um, oh, what is it called? The, the lunch shot? Yeah. Yeah, I've I've done that. Okay. That was really cool. That was a yeah. nice little roller coaster ride. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, what you think so far? I really love it. I like the um. Oh, what are those crystals called that change you through dimensions? Yeah, the the blizzon. Yeah, blizzon. Yeah, blizzon crystals. Yeah, that that is super that. cool. How it just like changes the level when you hit it. Yes, that when I have talked when we talked last time, and I said that's where like my jaw dropped for a second. That was it. Yeah. That, I, I could not, like, going through the rifts and, you know, those those are some cinematic sequences. They're cool. But the fact that you can just whack this thing and it changes oh with yeah. snap of your finger and it loads that whole level in with detail like that. Oh, my God. That was so fucking cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. that it, This game is just fucking amazing. I, I like it. I like the new characters. I like Kit. Uh, mm-hmm. I... I even like Pierre, that robot. He's <laughs> he's kind of goofy. I yeah, like him. He is. He is. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's a great time. I I'm I'm looking forward to finishing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're. Yeah, I think you're getting you're getting kind of close. I think so. Have you done any like the arena stuff? Uh, I just unlocked the silver okay. arena stuff, so I'm gonna cool. go do that mm-hmm. uh, before I go much further. And I need to go back and get some collectibles because I I want to get that rhino, I yes. want I want that rhino. Yeah, I want to see what they did with the rhino in this one. The rhino is unbelievable in this game. Okay, <laughs> it is fucking broken. Um, yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, I I really like the new characters too, and I like, and you'll see more of it as the story keeps unfolding. But like just the, and it's kind of part of the story. The whole like parallel sort of nature of the characters is kind of neat and the way that unfolds more i think you'll find pretty satisfying yeah i want to know what this uh what this version of captain quark is because uh there are directions they could go with that (laughs) yeah yeah that was that was very interesting when that happened yeah um i mm, miss zircon I love mm-hmm. you. I love you, Miss Zircon. You are, uh, you are great. <laughs> yeah, she has such an attitude. It's awesome. Um, I love it. And then like Zircon Junior with all those weapon previews. That that's mm. pretty cool. Especially yeah. the one where you shoot a rocket, you pull the trigger, you shoot a rocket, you pull it again. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, and then the last thing I have here on the list, got back a little bit into Destiny 2. With the season of the Lost just starting. Mm-hmm. Um, they're doing a Warframe? I think they're doing a Warframe. You have a ship now. Really? Like, well, you always had a ship, but, like, there's this headquarters that I think is a ship, uh, which is the way that Warframe operates, is that you do every, you launch everything from your ship. Um, yeah. Wow. Okay. It's, it's, it's weird. I haven't, I've played, like, maybe, like, two hours of it just to get started. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's really cool. Uh, there's a new activity. That's a six-person activity, um, which is kind of like, yeah, you just, you, it, it's one of those where you dunk orbs into a basket, but, like, it's a six-person activity because the people holding the orbs are vulnerable, but if you stand inside, like, a circle of the person holding the orb, you're, like, empowered. Okay. And it's, it's one of is those kind of... Is it a PvE of, thing? Yeah, it's okay. a PvE thing. Um yeah, I mean, it's a new activity to do. Uh, mm-hmm. And, yeah, I, I kind of got lost because it's been... I, I got lost, Season of the Lost. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I I came in and, like, oh, God, there's, like, a half a dozen quests here that they want me to do. I haven't even been in since they introduced... Um, uh, what is that? The, uh, the new customization thing you do with the armor. Oh. Uh. Like transpogs? Or? Yeah, yeah, that that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. so I'm doing the quest that introduced me to that stuff. All kinds of things, man. They're, Destiny Two is so big. It is, it is. Yeah, I've been thinking about getting back into it because of something we'll talk about later. Um, but yeah, that's awesome. So are you playing that PS5 version? Oh yeah. What do you think? Yeah. So I launched <laughs> it and I played it. And I was like, this looks good. This looks good. And then I went into the settings and I'm like. Oh, HDR is not even on. Yes. Fucking flip that switch, and I was like, "Wow!" Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that was my same exact thought when the PS5 version came out. I was like, "All right," and then flipped it. It was like, "Holy shit!" And then even just the loading times. I mean, just putting hundreds of hours into Destiny on a PS4, and then just having it be seconds mm-hmm. on a PS5 is just mind blowing. Yeah, like <laughs> the first time that happens. Yeah, like I'm. I'm seeing colors that I didn't know existed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Plus, that game feels real good in 60 oh, yeah. frames. Oh, really yeah. good. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much it for the games I've been playing. Uh, I mean, there, there's the usual suspects outside of these that I'm just not going to talk about anymore unless something actually happens in them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that'll do it for video games. We have a couple weeks of news to catch up on. We're not going to hit everything because, to be honest, if we did that, we'd be here doing a three-hour podcast, and I don't have time for that. Um, <laughs> I mean, I could do that, but, man, you don't want a three-hour podcast on just the news to, to catch up. Um, but, yeah, uh, I guess we'll lead off with something we already knew here. Uh, we knew Horizon Forbidden West, well, it was rumored and, like, kind of knew what was happening, that it was going to get delayed. We have a new release date for Horizon Forbidden West, and that is February 18th of 2022, thus confirming that, uh, I guess, Deathloop is the first part, well, not first party, the, the PlayStation exclusive that's releasing this year. <laughs> yeah, the big one. Um, yeah. 
that and, you know, a couple of smaller indie titles, I guess, that are with it, like Kena. Yeah. But, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, no surprise. Saw this coming from a mile away. Jeff Grubb let us know. <laughs> he did. Uh, and then yeah. It's confirmed and, here. Yeah, and Herman Holst was kind of saying, like, hey, we're trying to hit 2021. We're just not sure. And then I think going to 2022 makes sense to a degree. Um, this is almost like five years to the date of the first game, which is kind of cool. Um, I feel like February is also just a great time for a game like this right after the holiday. Um, I think the only thing with 2022 is that there's a couple other things we'll be talking about here, but 2022 is getting real stacked, yeah. especially the early mm-hmm. part of it. You know, it seems like a lot of games that were maybe on track to do 2021, but, you know, because of the pandemic and kind of slowing development down, everything have kind of been slipping into 2022 and so that time period is very much stacked uh, with video games right now but i think horizon horizon's big enough where it will it will do just fine though and i'm very very excited for it um the horizon zero dawn also is getting a 60 frames patch on ps5 yes that's out right now if you want to check that out so um, Very cool. Yeah, uh, before we get too far ahead here, there's another game that has a February release date now, and that's Sifu, uh, the game from the Absolver people. Uh, looks really cool. Some Everyone is is Sifu fighting. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, it's, it's coming out a week after Horizon. So yeah, we're getting those February games uh, stacked up here already. Yeah. This game looks fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for this game. The new trailer from... Well, a lot of these announcements are coming out of the Gamescom opening night live show that Keeley put on. And, yeah, this was uh, a great trailer, and I can't wait for this game. It looks so cool. Yeah. It looks unique. Fun. All right. Uh, I guess we'll just get the uh, opening night live stuff away at the beginning here. Um see i guess uh, we have a list of everything announced we're not gonna talk about everything announced no, are we no, no, no. not all <laughs> these are important anything uh, that that stands out stands out to you okay well then i'm going to just scroll down here um i mean there's a saints row reboot i i kind of put that in as a separate thing because i wasn't looking into this whole announcement thing but yeah saints row reboot arriving in february yep. again February 25th, there's a brand new Saints Row. Uh, what lessons have they learned from previous Saints Row and Agents of Mayhem? Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is definitely a different take on the Saints Row franchise, like completely rebooting it. Seems seems more grounded, definitely, than maybe three or four. Um, but it seems like it could still have that wackiness that Saints Row has. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people are very upset about this in a way, in the direction that they're heading, but, you know, well, we'll just wait and see. See what the uh, what what the game's like, and if it's not good, I'm sure they'll they'll find that out. Developers. Mm. Um, but, yeah. I, I'm, I've always, so, I'm weird, because, you know, most people say 
when they talk about Saints Row, like, oh, I've only played a third and fourth one. Yeah, because that's where the series definitely changed and went in a much weirder direction. Uh, I've actually only played Saints Row 1 and 2. <laughs> wow. So I've only really played them when they were trying to be GTA. Like, very serious stories and, like, gang warfare and all this stuff. <laughs> so I, that's that's the only times I've really played Saints Row. So I've never played 3 or 4. Okay. Um. So am I intrigued by this? Sure. But I'm also just not not the biggest Saints Row fan in the world. So we'll see if it's good. I might check it out. Yeah, the, the closest I've got to touch uh, Saints Row is um, adding it when it was when one of those games was on PlayStation Plus, and I never played it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The the one thing though is like, especially from the trailer, is like some of the character models and stuff just kind of look. They look a little Fortnite-ish to me. But what came you know? first? The Fortnite or the Saints Row? Maybe this is what Saints Row always looked like. Maybe. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Uh, it, it could be it. You know, I guess I'd have to go back and look at other things. But that's that's one thing. And maybe that's just this CG trailer. The actual game won't look like that. But mm-hmm. We'll see. All right. A developer that I am a fan of, Firaxis is making an XCOM game. In the Marvel Universe, kind of like an XCOM-like game, Marvel's Midnight Suns is the name of the game. It's got Marvel characters. It presumably plays like XCOM, coming from Firaxis. Uh, Coming in March, gameplay revealed later this week on September 1st. Tyler... Look at this. Look, the rumors around this have happened for a long time. Yes. Have been around. And you know, I'm kind of sad because there's another thing I'd want Firaxis to do instead of this. It's not even even XCOM 3. It's, what if they did a Clone Wars XCOM game? Ooh, that could be cool. Because you know I'm the biggest uh, Star Wars fan, and it's not just because I'm now watching the Clone Wars series. Yes, yes. But that would work... (laughs) I mean that fits. Like you have all these clones. It does. It, yeah. Th- yeah. 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 I think I I think the Star Wars universe fits this a lot more than Marvel. But yeah, I I'm I, sure. I have a feeling this is going to look a lot like, um, say, I mean, I know it's not the same developer, but Mario versus Rabbits, but with the Marvel characters. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Potentially, and I'm sure it'll be way deeper than Mario and Rabbits, though. Are you sure? I think so, yeah. Based on how deep the other Marvel... I I know it's a different developer, but how deep other Marvel games have been, such as Marvel's Avengers. (laughs) Look at how deep that that is. That that game's not not very deep at all. But I... I, For... Well, you could say that about Crystal Dynamics, because I was going to say Firaxis is a good developer that mostly makes good stuff, and (laughs) that is Crystal Dynamics before Avengers. You know, all those Tomb Raider games were great. Um, so I don't know. I'm intrigued by this, of course, cause it's Marvel. Um, you know, I'm not the biggest strategy guy, but I'll maybe check it out. I mean, they've confirmed that it's going to have like Iron Man, Wolverine, Captain America, Captain Marvel. Um, I thought I saw there Blade. Were, yeah, there Blade. Are... Some of the runaways are also in this. Um, so it's going to have a pretty, 
pretty deep roster. I also saw that they're looking for it to be like a lot more fast paced than XCOM. Okay. Which I think makes a lot more sense. Um, I don't know. It, it could be, could be intriguing. I'm very, very curious to see this this gameplay and what what that ends up being. Okay. It's an idea that I did not like. If you would have told me like Firaxis is going to make a uh, Marvel game, I'd be like, what? That's weird. What Agents of Shield? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, but. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't we'll have. Th- you wouldn't think they'd be playing around with like you know the actual Marvel heroes. So like, yeah, yeah. Curious to see how that actually works in their format because, unlike the XCOM soldiers, uh, these Marvel heroes have a much wider range of abilities. Um, yeah, and that's not to say like XCOM doesn't have its stuff. Like the expansions add a lot to XCOM too, mm-hmm. but uh, just. You don't really see people flying all that much right. in XCOM. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm very curious how they're going to deal with all these characters because not only do they have a lot of abilities, I mean they're just all wildly different too. Yeah. Like Iron Man is nothing like fucking Captain America. You know. What yeah. I mean? So, uh, I'm, I'm curious how they're gonna, gonna pull that off. And you know, this is also coming to console at the same time. Usually, for Axis games, comes to PC first, but. This is actually coming to console at the same time, which is cool. Yeah. All righty, let's uh, go scroll through this here. We already talked about Horizon Forbidden West and Call of Duty Vanguard, uh, but Tyler, man, this is this is it. It's Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. Yeah. Um, it's getting a spring 2022 release window alongside this trailer they put out. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Very excited for this game, just because they're trying to do the entire Star Wars saga in this game. Um, and I was just kind of bummed out we didn't get a date. Uh, I mean, this game was supposed to launch in October of last year. Yeah, it was delayed to spring of this year, and it was delayed from then. Yeah. To, I think it was indefinite when they delayed it in the spring, and now they're yes. giving us another spring window to look for it. Right, which, I mean, I'm sure... That delay is totally worth it and will make the game way better, but I'm almost like, holy shit, like, what could this game have been? It's a fucking Lego. Want? I mean, not to not to diminish <laughs> what those are, but it's a Lego game. Yeah. Like, yeah. what what could they be doing with a Lego game? Like, I, And I maybe that's something to be excited about, see what, yeah. see what they are trying to do with a Lego. And I, I know they're, you know, the scope of this Lego game seems to be bigger than any of them, so I'm sure that plays into it but yeah i'm kind of with you like what what else are they doing you know are they redoing because the trailer had like a lot of voiceover and all that stuff which i'm sure that takes time and seems it seems really cool i'm i'm excited about they have it to make sure the light reflects off the lego in a way that is acceptable to lego the company yeah <laughs> yeah um really quick back to call of duty vanguard just because that got revealed after we recorded last week november 5th Oh yes, is when that comes yep. out. Um, yes, and it is World War Two, but they did a pretty extended demo, like nine minute demo at Gamescom. You know, looks like Call of Duty campaign. Yeah, so could be, could be a, a good time. I still, like I said, I, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to be picking up Call of Duty this year like I would, you know, in the past. Like, I think it's probably going to be a Black Ops Cold War situation to me. Mm. I'll just. 
Okay. Pick it up sometime down the road. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we got also got to see some of uh, the Death Stranding director's cut. Uh, just some of the new stuff that's in there. Um, yeah. They yeah. gave Sam Porter Bridges a jetpack. <laughs> they also, uh, because I'm not sure why, probably, I'm not sure if this the deal expired or if it's because the event was sponsored by Red Bull, they replaced the Monster Energy cans with Bridge Energy. Oh, I did not notice that. Oh, boy. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah th- I mean, this looked cool. Uh, I thought, so I didn't, I kind of had this show on in the background while I was working, and this is what they ended on, which was just really weird, because, like, we already know this game. It's just, a like, a, an expanded version of it. Um, and then just, you know, Jeff Keighley and... Hideo Kojima's open relationship is their <laughs> friendship is just kind of weird sometimes and um I don't know I, I just thought it was a really weird thing to end on I like mean it's a Keeley these... show he's giving out fucking awards at a, at a show where like none of the none of these games are out yeah like I know I know it's bizarre some of those things are bizarre I mean for the most part I thought the show was well done but yeah I just thought this was a weird thing to end on you know uh, we got another trailer for Far Cry 6 that looks like a Far Cry game to me. I don't know yeah. about you. Um, well, it, it yes, and I'm intrigued by this game, but I'm just completely tired of the marketing around this game being like, you know what Far Cry's known for? Great villains, and this is all we're going to show is this fucking villain. And I get Giancarlo Esposito is a big star to get in your game. You want to showcase him. I get that, but like, Show me why. What else is exciting about this game? Why should I get, you know? Excited Show me all the icons in? on the map. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, how many of these trailers have we seen of just the villain or the story or whatever? I mean, this is like the fourth or fifth fucking time we've seen this stuff. Yeah, it's like, all right, god damn, it's just exhausting. <laughs> uh, we also got a October fifth release date for Jet the Far Shore. Um. Yeah. Uh, April O'Neil is going to be in the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. <laughs> yeah. The, I mean, the game looks looks fun, you know, for what it is. But, yeah. I've I watched some of those Ninja Turtles movies recently, and I've decided, as an adult that did not grow up with Ninja Turtles at all, that is the most overrated entertainment franchise of all time. I'm just I'm just putting my hot take out there hmm. right now. Are you a Ninja Turtles guy? Did you grow up with them as a kid or No, I was a Dragon Ball guy. Yeah. You, you right. know me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm just I'm just wondering cuz yeah, I don't know. I, I even watched things Power so Rangers fine. more than I watched the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just I don't know. I just don't think the Ninja Turtles are that exciting. Hmm. That's just me. That's my hot take. I, I think guess. there was one year when I was very young, I did a Halloween uh, Ninja Turtle dress up thing. Mm-hmm. I think. I don't remember very well, but. <laughs> yeah. Um, Amazon's new MMO is having a, having a beta. I think that's just on PC, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the new world. It's, it was supposed to be out in August. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and they keep delaying. <laughs> Uh, also speaking of open betas, Riders Republic now has an open beta for everyone, uh, running, oh, until, uh, wait, it's already done. 
Oh, <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. That game comes out very soon, I think. Yeah. Um, hearing a lot of mixed things about it. Like, hearing that the, you know, some of the activities and everything is, is really cool. The open world's cool, but, like, I've heard a lot of complaints about the controls mm. and how the game feels in some of the previews and podcasts I've listened to, so see how it turns out, I guess. All right, I'm just going to go real quickly here. Um, Devolver Digital was there to show off Cult of the Lamb. This game looked cool. Yeah. looked very cool. <laughs> and they, I'm pretty sure in the show this came right after they announced the release date for Halo Infinite. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's a pretty good time for them. Uh, to be a good slot for them. So, yeah. Speaking of Halo Splitgate, uh, uh, Season Zero is out uh, <laughs> now, um, and Persona 5's Morgana is showing up in Monkey Ball Mania. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Got some more crossovers. Jurassic World Evolution Two. What? That's coming out uh, November 9th. Yep. And then um, what? Doke five Doke or Doke A V I think Doke A V, dude, did you watch the trailer for this? No, you should watch this. I heard it was a Pokemon game though. It is a Pokemon game. <laughs> it's yeah it from the Black Desert Online team. I could not get over how fucking amazing this game looked visually. Huh. It it's it's basically like if you took, you know, some anime sort of stuff and put it in a photorealistic open world. Like, that's how it looked to me. I was just, like, stunned. I'm like, this is, uh, it's intriguing. I'll be honest with you. Mm. Man, you know what? Might have just sold me there. <laughs> uh, God, yeah, it's cool. Oh, man, I'm not going to go through all of this. Nah. Um, yeah. Man, more trailers, cool. more reveals. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, U- none of that. UFL? Basically, is another new uh, soccer game coming out, but that's going to be free to play. Yeah. So. And they took a dig at uh, the other ones. Um, man, I forget what what they said, but yeah. like it was um, fair to play is what they called it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think the only f- other thing that kind of stood out to me was um, the game Outlast Trials. So you know the Outlast games, the horror titles that have been out. Um, the trailer for this new game looked fucking wicked. And apparently it's like co-op or something hmm. as well. Okay. Seems very, very interesting. I'm curious how like co-op and all that, you know, I feel like that can fit the Outlast universe and games very well. So, yeah. Yeah, it was a fine show. I mean, there's definitely some down moments, but then there's definitely some bangers out of here. Um, I think the thing that I'm most excited for is Halo Infinite. Yeah. Got a release date, December 8th. They're delaying the co-op campaign, though. <sighs> and Forge mode. That is a bummer. You know, things that, you know, any other year you'd be like, they're going to delay Halo. Yeah. Um, I guess they can't now. <laughs> I, in, they didn't show off the campaign. This game also wasn't even at Xbox's show, which I'm glad I did not watch that. That okay. seemed like a total waste of fucking time. Um, and so that's weird. Then they said that they're, they didn't want to show off campaign because that stuff takes time to produce like a demo or trailer or whatever. And they want to keep everybody heads down, finishing the campaign for launch. Totally, totally get that. 
but I'm also just slightly worried about the campaign. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you. Like, they're just very hesitant to show anything, and I, I want to be, I want to be blown away, and I'm sure there'll be cool moments, but yeah, we'll see. I'm very excited for this game, regardless, though. Yeah, um... and and just too like we talked about Lego Star Wars and when that game was supposed to launch. What would Halo Infinite have been like if they launched last fall when this Series X launched? Like, yikes. Yeah, they like, might have had... <laughs> I think they might have just had the multiplayer out last year. Yeah. Like, they're not even doing, like, campaign co-op, Forge, anything like that with this launch. They said it might be another six months until those features are in the game. And it's like, holy shit, dude. Like, <laughs> like you guys have gotten over a year of extra development. You've been developing this game for six years. Wow. Yeah. They're still coming in hot. <laughs> yeah. All righty. Uh, we talked a little bit about Destiny 2 earlier today. You talked a little bit about Witches. Uh, Season of Lost, they they brought out a fucking wicked-ass trailer. <laughs> like, yeah. fucking... I, man, looks so do- dope. They're, they're really, this new season's going to lead up to uh, the next expansion um, the, for the Witch Queen. Savathun is um, scary. I think I, I think is the word I'll, I'll describe her as. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I am afraid of Savathun. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, Destiny Two is just looking real fucking strong, man. Um, did you watch the trailer at all, or what? I did, yeah, and it was fucking awesome. Yeah, like this expansion, I I just have a lot of high hopes for it. Um. Yeah, she looks fucking wicked, and yeah, I, I'm really excited to see a lot more of, of the Witch Queen and see what that is all about, because Beyond Light was fucking awesome as yeah. an expansion. It just seems like Bungie, since they've left Activision, has this thing going completely in the right direction, um, which could maybe say something about their relationship, you know, that they had with Activision. Mm-hmm. Um and I think it's great. And February 22nd is when this game or this expansion drops. So really quick, early in the year, we have the Pokemon Legends Arceus, if you're yeah. curious about that, January 28th. Okay. Then Horizon Forbidden West on the 18th. Destiny 2, the Witch Queen on the 22nd of February. Sifu on the 22nd of February. And then if you're curious, Saints Row on the 25th of February. Like... Yeah. 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 I imagine one of those move. Yeah. One uh, of those. It's getting stacked uh, for sure in early 2022, but this looks this looks so good. Yeah. Gallahorn's coming back. Yeah. <laughs> the Gallahorn of plenty. Yeah. Mm. So that's exciting. They haven't announced an Elden Ring release date, have they? They did. They did? January. Can... Actually, yeah. No, that's that's January 28th, I'm pretty yeah. sure. So, yeah, I forgot yeah, about that one. Mm. I just want to make sure Elden Ring release date two, 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 January 21st ooh buddy ooh I don't have man I thought I was going to get through the Souls games it's taken <laughs> me like two months to get through Demon Souls I don't, I'm not sure I have that much time <laughs> um, yeah so early 2022 stacked cool but Destiny this looks awesome um also awesome 
is Crusader Kings 3. Uh, this is another Gamescom thing that came out, but uh, they're going to put Crusader Kings 3 on the consoles. Uh, something they've never done before. And, um, yeah, that's a... I wonder how those games will perform. There's a lot of simulation that happens in Crusader Kings. I wonder if the consoles can handle it, but I guess if there's any test of power, um, this this will be it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so do you think this game will potentially work well on console? Yeah, I mean, uh, traditionally, Crusader Kings has, like, uh, um, you, you can pause and unpause the game. Um, you can just do the thing where you have cursor on the screen and treat it like a mouse. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's... I I don't think this... I don't think, like, from a UI point of view, there's a there's going to be a problem here, but, yeah, I'm curious how, the, how this game performs on a console. Yeah. This... What I think's interesting about this is that they only announced it for Series X and PS5. Yes. So, that... You know, you when you mention about like simulations, all that stuff, you know, that could be could be a reason, you know, that they're only on the the new consoles and not coming to PS4. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, it's uh, we'll see, we'll see. I I really enjoy Crusader Kings three. I think you can like it's it's a sandbox. You you get what you put in. Um, it's a, I'm just curious. I'm I'm curious how the, how the game will work because even on my PC, some of um, sometimes it it chugs. Mm. Gotcha. Uh, all right. Quickly here, Montreal uh, Gearbox Montreal um, has a new IP that they're working on. They're they're looking to hire some people. Uh, yes. It's a whole new studio. Whole new Gearbox studio. Um, yes. So Randy can like have something else to focus on rather than having meltdowns on Twitter. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So yeah, I mean this is going to be up in Montreal, which you know a ton of studios are up there. So this will be up to 250 people. Yeah. So looking for a big studio there to work on Borderlands and new stuff, and I imagine this is just so Gearbox can keep cranking stuff out. Because Borderlands is their biggest IP. It's kind of their only major thing that they really have. You know, Battleborn, RIP. Um, so I'm sure they want to do new IP, but there's always that pressure there and probably money incentive to produce Borderlands games. So who knows? Maybe this could turn into like a, maybe an Insomniac situation where, hey, we have a new Borderlands game, but then here's a new IP that we're doing and go back and forth. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see more, more coming out of, um, gearbox in the future. And then, yeah, just another studio here for the embracer group. Since gearbox is a part of that now. Yeah. Uh, I guess one studio opens another closes. I mean, this one closed a while ago, but, um, PlayStation shut its uh, AAA VR studio. Um, what is it? Sony Manchester. Yep. Um, and there's a whole report going into like all the types of games they were making. Um, 
ran into a lot of problems, and then, uh, yeah, it's... Sony just pulling the plug on their big VR studio is... Yeah. Surprising. Yeah, and it sounded like, from this report from Polygon, that this studio was not managed very well at all, and this game, the game that they were making, it was, like, called... Codename, like, yeah, Caesar Combat Search and Rescue. Um, basically... You were in a helicopter and rescuing people, kind of, mm. and going on all these missions. The game apparently didn't even get past pre-production, and they were working on it for five years. Yeah, that wow. sounds like a <laughs> that sounds like a badly managed project. Yes, uh, that definitely. sounds like a huge waste of money for for Sony as a company. Yeah, and they were kind of managed by a couple different people, Eric Matthews and Mark Green from Sony. Um, but they were based out of London, and so they would only visit the studio like once per week. And then when they were there, they would want to fucking change a bunch of stuff. So then the overall development process wasn't managed well. It was really slow. And yeah, just didn't... Didn't sound good. A lot of micromanagement going on. And then this also was happening under Shuhei Yoshida, who was the head of Worldwide Studios at the time. Um, and so I wonder if this has anything to do with some of the reshuffling that happened over there, where like Herman Holst kind of replaced Shuhei. Shuhei now has a new role, kind of curating independent games. Um, so, I don't know. Because... Yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm uh, like, Chuhei did a lot of cool stuff yeah. when he was the head of Worldwide Studios, but this obviously isn't something that <laughs> that is a good thing to happen. I mean, that's a lot of money sunk into something that just went off the fucking rails. It sounds like. Yeah, and like a lot of people who were working at this job and don't have anything to show for it for when they, you know, go to apply to another studio. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I wonder, because this studio was set up just to make VR games, and I wonder, you know, if this kind of turns Sony off in a way to having first-party stuff, first-party resources developing for PlayStation VR, because um, we just didn't see a lot of that with the original PlayStation VR. Yeah. You know, um, Sony London did a game, Blood and Truth, and all that, but I think... Sony's doing another PlayStation VR. They seem all in on it, so I'm sure we'll see more development from them, first party-wise. Yeah, I mean, if they were really invested in Sony Manchester making a VR, VR game, they would have had their bosses closer to the studio, yeah. like not 200 miles away, not only able to come once a week. Right. Like, And, yeah, unfortunate for everyone who worked there uh, that they just had bad management. That's sucks yeah um you got some other things that i mean kind of suck i guess i'm not sure i mean this isn't hmm. this doesn't suck overwatch the the dev team is changing mccree's name and they're not naming characters after people who work there anymore which i think is just a good idea yeah (laughs) yeah um but yeah like this the, what the Overwatch dev team is doing 
is probably independent and probably from like the lawsuit like they probably now have an opportunity to do this now that these people aren't around um, they probably want to do this it isn't necessarily supposed to be a distraction from the lawsuit itself and like I don't I doubt they're working under orders to change that name I think this is a decision that the dev team made um, yes uh, it still just looks weird it does. It looks very weird. But in the end, it's something that probably needs to be done, especially knowing, you know, the employee that this character was named after and some of the things he did and not good stuff. You don't want that in the game. And like you said, you shouldn't name name characters after people like that. <laughs> yeah. And I think Damn. it's just a general good practice to not name characters in your game after people who are like who work like I, I don't know there's there's especially like with, with a character like McCree or whatever they name it like like if you have a hero based game that high profile thing naming it after a guy who works there you're kind of like you're setting things up like mm -hmm. to uh, what if that person turns out to be awful um, so just don't do it. Just don't do it. You never know when the person you're naming something after is going to have uh, have uh, shit come up about stuff they've done. Um, and like, I mean, honestly, by by the time they named McCree, all the stuff this Jesse McCree guy did already happened. Mm -hmm. So whoever made that decision, I'm gonna guess it might have been Jesse McCree who wanted this character named after him. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say definitively, but like, yeah, like just don't do it. Just don't name characters after real people. You get into some hot water there. Yeah, definitely. All right, time for some more tone deaf shit. <laughs> Epic Studios, <laughs> in collaboration with uh, who? Who is it? Uh. What what museum did they collaborate with here? I'm trying to find out. Time. Mm. All right. So, f Epic, in collaboration with Time, have um decided to put in a Martin Luther King Jr. educational experience, a little MLK museum in Fortnite. Which is real fucking weird. It is a real... I mean, it happens all the time. There's this whitewashing of the history of doc Dr. Martin Luther King. Um, and it's just weird to see this. They're From their angle, they're just trying to expose kids to some history. But... They cherry-pick what part of that history they want to put out here. They will not show anything in this that shows Martin Luther King as a labor activist, as being pro-labor, because what does Epic not have? A labor union for its developers. They will also not show, like, that Martin Luther King Jr. had, like, views that a lot of people would consider extreme. He was very, like against 
the use of America's military overseas. Um, he was he had leftist views, like he was not um, he he was not anti-violence as as people like to prop him up to be, right. because like and he, it's. It it happens to a lot of activists as well. You see, it, you saw it happen to Nelson Mandela. You see it happen like people prop up like these. This is the ideal way you should protest, um, and it's just it just ignores parts of the history of these people and what they actually said. That said, they're trying to do something here. They're trying to do an educational experience here in Fortnite, a game where you shoot people. <laughs> Guess what? Martin Luther King Jr. was shot. He was assassinated by the U.S. government. Pretty, I mean, yeah, it it's it's bad. They tr- the U.S. government tried to convince Martin Luther King Jr. to commit suicide, and none of that history is going to be shown here. This is going to be a totally whitewashed, this is how you protest. This is how you get things done. You, this is civil disobedience, and it gets stuff done all, all on its own without anything outside of it. And it is, um, yeah, it is a version of history that ignores, like, a lot of the sacrifices that people have to make uh, to get things done. Yeah. It's bizarre to me, just overall, like... If you're going to teach kids about Martin Luther King Jr., you're not going to fucking go to Fortnite. <laughs> like, come on, man. There's just so, so much better ways to to learn that stuff. Um, even, even just the pieces that they're going to show in this. Um, yeah, I mean, there's something to be said to try to meet the kids where they're at. Yeah, and, and that that's the other thing I was going to say. Like, I, I get what they're doing, though, of like, yeah, a ton of kids play Fortnite. Mm-hmm. You know, Fortnite can be a tool to teach kids this stuff. Um, but but it just seems, seems just bizarre overall. And meanwhile, they use dances created by black people and don't pay those people. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know, man. It's a weird thing overall. And not something I would have ever anticipated happening. I wonder if they're going to do more of this stuff. I don't know, man. More historical sort of things. I don't know. It's bizarre overall to me. Yeah. It's it's really weird. Um, Yeah, I just. When I saw this. I thought I thought it was just a bad joke when I mm-hmm. saw an image of this. And no, it's it's not just a bad joke. It's them them being very serious but in a way that I'm not sure anyone's going to take seriously. Yeah. And plus it's just weird like seeing everyone standing around in their dumbass skins. <laughs> Oh, oh yes, there's it's the alien next to, to that one MLK <laughs> quote that everyone misuses. Um, so yeah, yeah, weird. Nope. And you know, just you know, a couple <laughs> weeks after they stole Among Us, right? In <laughs> this trailer, dude, I just think this is so fucking no. 
to me about like they're showing like actual like historical footage of you know people protesting back in the 60s and then they cut over to fucking Fortnite where some dudes walk around in a pink bear skin like I don't know, it's just really tone deaf and fucked up to me. Like, it just is. Like, those are real fucking problems and real things that they were protesting back in the day that are still real today. Yeah. Absolutely real. And just to put that, cut that with Fortnite, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I just find that gross. Yeah, I, I understand the sentiment wanting to do something like this but just maybe think about it a little bit <laughs> yeah um but yeah that's <laughs> that's what's been happening in video games in the couple of weeks since we last talked yeah. <laughs> uh one more thing actually yeah what's, did what did we you got? touch on skyrim oh Skyrim's yeah they're gonna they're, they're gonna sell you skyrim again with creation club stuff yes. november 11th Ten on, years. Yeah, the ten. I aged a lot when I, I realized that it's this year is going to have the ten year anniversary of the Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim. I know, dude. I remember, and I wasn't even in the Skyrim when it launched, but I remember being in like our um, junior year of high school. Yes, it was like American. Wait, literature. was that our senior year? No, it was no, because it was um. You know, it was our junior year because I remember sitting in, like, American literature. What was... I think there was... Yeah, yeah I think that was it in 11th grade because we had Mr. Lyons. Remember yeah. him? At the same time, and I remember everybody talking about this, including you. Oh, um, <laughs> so, just to, to, like, think back to that time to now. Yeah, I feel old. Yeah. <laughs> But you don't, will. Don't you worry. In a couple of years, it'll be like the what, the twenty fifth anniversary of the PlayStation. <sighs> in a couple of years. Well, the twenty fifth anniversary already passed. Or, wait. I thought. Or. Hmm. When did the ninety six? I thought. Oh, I, I mean the thirtieth. Yeah, thirtieth. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and that's gonna get. Just no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm gonna man, I'm getting old. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, just just thinking about how much how much time I played Skyrim. I know. Time flies. Now you can do it again. I can. And I will. Yeah. Although I probably won't end up paying for the full price. I might just play it on Game Pass if it's there. I think you if you bought the Legendary Edition on PS4 or Xbox, you will get this version for free. Okay. All right, I cool. I will not I have saw. to spend money again. To <laughs> they will not sell me Skyrim again. <laughs> yes. Uh, is there a PS5 version of Skyrim out? Did they do an update on Skyrim? No, they won't. This this will be This it. is it? This yes. is when they'll actually get it to run at 60 yes. frames per second? <laughs> They're adding fishing... Yep, creation Oh, clothes. they're adding fishing. Yeah, you can fish. Wow. That's just like, that's a, like a whole new game. Yeah. Maybe this is when I'll actually play the Dark Brotherhood quest line. I've never done it. I've done so many quest lines in, in uh, I've done almost all the major ones in Skyrim. Just never did that one. Yeah. <laughs> I've even done, 
I, I remember, I, I think I actually stopped playing and I was like midway through the Dragonborn DLC. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But I did the other one. What was the other one? The other expansion. Dawn or not? Dawn not Guard. Dawn. Was it Dawn Guard? I think so. There was, yeah, Dawn Guard and then there was That like was the vampire Earth. one, right? Yes. Yeah. I did that one. That one was sweet. Yeah. But yeah, ne- never finished Dragonborn DLC, never did Dark Brotherhood. What's wrong with me? I want them to remake Morrowind and Oblivion, but they yeah, won't. They have no, they have they Starfield won't. to make. They have the next Elder Scrolls to make, and presumably maybe a Fallout. Mm-hmm. They could do a Fallout anytime, like anywhere, if if they felt like it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I think that's gonna do it for the show this week. Uh, now that we've informed you that yes, you can go out and get Skyrim again. Yes. I own Skyrim for ev- I don't own it on my Switch. Oh no. I don't own Skyrim on my Switch. That is You got to go get it. Damn. Okay. I think I only own it on Xbox 1 and PS3. Yeah. All right. So Cause I got, I got. I mean, obviously, I have to get a new boxed copy of Sk- <laughs> of this new version of Skyrim. That's yeah. what I have to do. Yes, I have to be like Dan Reichert and his copies of MacRuber. Mm. Yeah. Uh, all right. For real, we have to end the show because I have shit to do. We have our fantasy draft this evening, so be prepared for more <laughs> fantasy football. Yeah, we'll get fantasy talk. football and Formula One yeah, every it, weekend. In that in that brief window, those two overlap. Not so brief, because Formula One's going into December this year. Yeah. Formula One, not worth talking about today. <laughs> no. <laughs> Unfortunately. No. Although, congrats, George Russell, on your first podium, if you want to count it. That, did you watch qualifying? I did. That was hype. That yeah. was so fucking cool. That was so awesome. I saw all the purple him. sectors for George, and yes. I'm like, George? Yes. George? Yeah, and then they were following Hamilton, and he was only green, and I'm like, oh, oh, shit. And then, yeah, George beat him, and then Max Verstappen had to ruin everything. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Max. <laughs> yeah. Thinking that they could actually race today. Because obviously you're in the front, you don't get all the spray. Yeah. <laughs> fucking exactly. idiot. Yeah, yeah. I, thought I that don't was see funny. what's wrong. It's fine. Honestly... Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, it's not yeah, that bad, yeah, we guys. We could definitely go. Yeah, you're the only one that could see, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like even even Christian Horner couldn't couldn't sell that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the only way George Russell would be able to see in second place is if Max was ten seconds ahead of him. Like, no. <laughs> I thought that was funny. All right. You all know what you got to do, but I'm going to say it again here. Until next week, give us ratings, reviews on your podcast app of choice. Send us questions at PlayStationReportPodcast at gmail.com or at PSReportPodcast on Twitter. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at PluggedOnVids. Until next week, be good to each other. Play your video games and... Let's play some football.